These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Coloris, and here with me today are some really funny people. On the line, I've got Alexandria Sweat. What's going on, Alex? Not too much. Just, you know, still living it up in this unemployment life. Woo! <laughs> I'm glad you're doing okay. And from Midtown Atlanta, I've got TJ Jackson. What's going on, TJ? George, you are talking to someone who filed their taxes. Oh, congratulations. Wow. On wow. Thank you. <laughs> Excited to do them this year. <laughs> okay. Uh, IRS, I'm Thank so you. scared for you right now. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to be a contributing citizen. So well, it's about you know. time. Thank you. I have time now. TJ <laughs> is eating watermelon out of a watermelon, which I've literally never seen before. Yes. I call it a watermelon bowl. That's exactly what it is, but that's fascinating. And it can also be a hat. <laughs> oh my God, there's definitely a watermelon on TJ's head. Somebody needs to screenshot that. <laughs> on the line with us once again is our dear friend, Abigail Williams. How are you, Abigail? Hey guys, I am doing great. Thanks for asking. My sister just had a baby two days ago, so yes. I have a new niece living that Good baby dream. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Everyone's having babies right now. It's crazy. I've never seen so many babies popping out. Like, what happened in November that made everyone so frisky? Whose baby have you watched pop out, TJ? How many have you ended up? I went on YouTube once because I was curious. I don't think I'm ever going to see it in real life. Wow. But, you know, and that was just a nightmare. And, yeah. But, my I, my friend just had a baby. This other girl I follow on Instagram just had a kid. <laughs> my sister, I think, had a child. I'm not sure. <laughs> and someone else I walked across the street from had a baby. It's everywhere. It's too much. There's too many. You are going to lose it in a few months when those COVID babies start getting born. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, don't get me started. The only children that are going to be born out of COVID will be firstborn children because the rest of us. Raising our children right now in a quarantine are not trying to have another baby. Yeah. <laughs> what will that generation be called? The quarantines? The quarantine generation? Yeah, the quarantine. Cova babies? Oh, baby covas? Rona babies. Rona babies. Well, baby Cova. Rona babies. Rona babies. That's got a ring to it. In 60 years, they're going to be a drain on the social security system, too. How what are we going to pay security for the Rona system? Yeah. <laughs> it will be gone long before then. <laughs> mm -hmm. Abigail, thanks for joining us. This week, this woman comes up to me and goes, there's a conspiracy. You need to look into it. Just Google Wayfair conspiracy. Apparently, a woman on Twitter posted photos of some armoires that were really, really expensive, like in the thousands of dollars, and had names on them, like Tanya and Harriet or whatever. She created a theory that was actually purchasing a child and that Wayfair is a front for a child sex trafficking ring. Have you guys heard about this? I didn't hear about it until you told us it was going to be on the show. And I was reading this article and it was like, yeah, these pillows are $10,000. And I stopped there. And I'm like, why? 
supposedly there's either a glitch or they're doing it on purpose. When you customize something on their website, the price goes up into the thousands. I follow a lot of people that believe in the conspiracy theories. While they are fun here and there, like every now and then, I'm like, oh, this is cute. Let me go down this rabbit hole. I did hear about this Wayfair thing. I saw someone post a picture of a CEO or one of the founders of Wayfair, like Jeffrey Epstein, and that was more proof that they were working together to traffic children. I guess Epstein was providing the children to be trafficked in the armoires or whatever this theory was supposed to be. I don't have time. Mm-mm. No, it's, <laughs> it's just too 2020 of a theory for me. It, I mean, it makes sense, but I just, no, I don't have time. <laughs> I saw this on Instagram. Somebody posted it in her Insta stories and it was from, I will admit, a very shady source, but I clicked <laughs> on it and I did go down the rabbit hole. I guess I did have time. I was like, how much money have I given Wayfair for some very reasonably priced items? You know, I've never bought anything over $100. I'm not rolling in that money yet. I decided I was willing to believe anything, but I would need more evidence than what I was seeing thus Mm -hmm. far. But the idea of charging tens of thousands of dollars for some cheap product with names on it seemed pretty sketchy to me. I read Wayfair's release and it was a statement and they were like, this was just a glitch. We've taken them all down right now while we renamed them. I'm like, yeah, I bet you've taken them all down right now. <laughs> the fact that they had to respond is when I felt like it got out of hand. Someone mm-hmm. tweeted, and now Wayfair is having to respond to be like, we are not selling children in armoires for $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good conspiracy theory, but the fact that a mega company like Wayfair is selling children on the internet that's a bit children in cabinets. Children in cabinets, which is not safe. <laughs> no, not at all. I just keep trying to unpack how it could be possible. And I'm with you, Abigail. There's too many eyes on this for it to just happen. <laughs> like, happen anymore. Exactly. You, you made just some, tell me like someone in the factory is stuffing people in spaces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody's concerned. Nobody's hey, have you noticed concerned. Martha back there? She's constantly bringing in school groups. <laughs> we just don't know what it's for. She said it's a field trip. We don't know. Right. I, can't even, I can't even believe I'm joking about this. I apologize, America. I am not that insensitive. Like, or imagine, like, yeah, being that neighbor being like, Larry has ordered a lot of cabinets. And I've been to his house. <laughs> he has enough cabinets. How many kitchens <laughs> does Larry have? Yeah, and where did those kidding. kids come from? <laughs> Wouldn't the UPS driver notice? I just think that's the most far-fetched of all of it. But maybe that's not how they ship them. It seems like a lot. And I hate it for Wayfair. It reminds me of when that woman was running for Congress and she had to make an ad and goes, I'm not a witch. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you had to say that is a problem. Is her PR manager is my hero. That is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) my biggest problem with Wayfair is that I bought something from them once and they email me every freaking day and I can't get it to stop I don't need more bookshelves I bought one from you I'm good why are you trying to sell me more of what I already purchased (laughs) like you know a big armchair I don't need 10 of those (laughs) if you like this child we mean bookshelf then you'll certainly love this cabinet oh. wing oh no oh man I don't, I don't even want to be on that yeah. list Mm-mm. 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 Oh. don't sign me up 
a big part of the conspiracy theory was that the names were the same as these children who had gone missing as well. So a lot of people were connecting those dots. And one of the missing children had to make a YouTube video or TikTok, whatever they're doing these days, and saying, um, I'm not missing and I'm not in a cabinet either. <laughs> oh right my God. <laughs> this is so crazy. It uh, is crazy. This is one of the reasons we have to let up lockdown because people are losing their minds. People are losing their minds. And their children. Supposedly. <laughs> TJ. <laughs> <laughs> While on the subject of children, <laughs> a few weeks ago, we had an episode where TJ watched a TV show for kids called Tumble Leaf. It was a show that Abigail said was her favorite children's show. And TJ gave it a less than raving review. And so Abigail has a bit of a bone to pick with you. I have a major bone to pick with you, TJ. I'm going to start here. What kind of reviewer watches one episode, not only just one, the pilot episode, and says, that's it. I've made a very educated, thorough decision on this. That's like watching the first episode of The Office when Michael Scott is balding in the back and the jokes are half baked at best and saying this is going to be a trash tv show mm -hmm. it's just outrageous to me first of all the finale brought tears to my eyes this ship <laughs> goes floating away they sail off into the sunset the tree bug comes to life it's like a whole thing. Uh, spoilers. spoilers yeah i yeah. totally spoiled it because nobody's gonna watch it because tj ruined it but let me tell you this i can't the people who made it are true artists. And you watching one episode just broke my spirit. Into <laughs> I'm disgusted. You call that thorough? I call that just <laughs> sad. You have nothing to do right now. You're in quarantine. Get on and that train. Yeah, you're <laughs> unemployed. Get on that train. <laughs> you got to at least get to season three before you can tell me anything. There's only uh, four seasons, TJ. Fine. I might give it another shot. I'm sorry, but Unsolved Mysteries was released, and I had to watch that. So I only had time for one episode. Oh, the episodes are 24 minutes long. The animation, I would say, is very nice. I do yes. like that. And it's very colorful and well done. It was just, you know, I don't know. Mm. Character development. I well, how can you develop a character in one episode, DJ? <laughs> then you figure it out. It's People's attention spans are very small. <laughs> and a lot needs to happen in the pilot episodes to capture our attention. It's that a is true. show for preschoolers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying their attention span is way small as well. They're like watching TikTok videos and whatever the kids are making these days. I love how you said that twice now. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's so old. He's 30 like the rest of us. Kids. You never know what they're doing these days. <laughs> oh my God. We're getting you a sweater or a t-shirt that says that kids, you never know what they're doing these days. Make it turtleneck and I'm sold. I don't own a turtleneck. I wonder if I am a turtleneck person. I don't know unless I try. So, you know, make it a turtleneck. Oh, turtlenecks make me uncomfortable. I hope you're not a turtleneck person. We should Wait. release a photo of TJ and ask our listeners to Photoshop a turtleneck on him of their yes. choice. And then we can decide if he is a turtleneck person or not. Yes. That's a good idea. Definitely so, easier than trying one on, for sure. <laughs> so Abigail, he can't have to watch three seasons to make an assessment either. That's a bit much. You're so right. how much of the show should TJ have watched for his review? 
I think that you have to watch at least four episodes to give it any sort of true review of development. One episode is just not going to get you there. I agree with you, Abby. Mm-hmm. Four episodes minimum. TJ, you up for the challenge? You're going to watch more episodes? 24 minutes each? Yeah. So that's what, 120 minutes? Two hours? Ugh. That would be 80-something no. minutes. Just 237 <laughs> minutes. Like yeah, less than that. an hour and a half. It'd definitely be less I, than I take a lot of potty breaks. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Maybe. Here, TJ, I'll send you specific episodes I'd like for you to watch. How about that? If you could also send me your Hulu account and password, that would be great as I don't well. have a Hulu I, account. Um, okay, never This mind. is on Prime. If you're listening and you have a Hulu account, please <laughs> send your account and password. <laughs> That's what awesome. I really want. No, I'm on these dating apps and all these guys are putting their Venmo and Cash App accounts on their profiles and they're actually getting money. I'm doing the whole game wrong. I wouldn't consider that dating. (laughs) (laughs) We've discussed this on the show a couple of times. The band Lady Antebellum, who nobody has talked about because they had a one-hit wonder 10 years ago, but they decided to become relevant during this time and said that we're going to change their name now because they finally realized that Antebellum has racially insensitive undertones and stirs up memories of plantations and slavery. So they changed the name to Lady A. But that's stupid because what does the A stand for but Antebellum? Like, that's just, (laughs) that's not changing your name, that's abbreviating your name. (laughs) This topic caught our attention because Alexandria, in high school, you created a rapper alter ego named Lady A. So you're kind of like personally offended. I am. I am personally offended by this story, not only because they stole my name that I didn't get the chance to trademark, apparently, but also, like you said, it's just dumb because we all know the A still stands for Annabellum. It's not like y'all went from Lady Annabellum to Lady Abolitionist or something, so y'all can choose rock. <laughs> that would be amazing. Damn. Mm-hmm. After you guys did it, you guys created a wave of other people doing all these, in my opinion, performative things to fix a greater problem. Like, yeah, everybody's trying to do their part to fix white supremacy, but I don't need the Dixie Chicks to just now go to the Chicks. I don't need everyone to stop unvoicing characters. I appreciate the sensitivity and all those things considered, but also arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor change laws, create better policies. And then y'all do all of that to turn around and sue Anita Lady A. White for taking the likeness of your name that we all know the A still stands for Annabellum. Like she was already just Lady A for Anita. Then here you all want to come when nobody was needing you now talking about, oh, we're going (laughs) to change our name. We want to contribute and be an ally, and then y'all go sue a black woman, go look up the definition for ally, come back when you've gotten your mind right, and just leave us alone. Nobody (laughs) asked for y'all to change the name. And then you're gonna come back and sue the woman? What in the white supremacy foolishness is this? I don't have time, y'all. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it with people. Mm -mm. I'm over it. I didn't even know that they were suing Lady Mm -hmm. Anita. They did try to say that while they're suing her, she has any right to use the name however she wants, blah, blah, blah. But according to Lady Anita Lady A. White, when she spoke with CNN, she said she kept 
trying to clarify the terms of this agreement and they never clarified what it would mean for them to trademark or own the rights to the name. We all know how lawsuits and deals have gone down and they can't be transparent with what their intention is with wanting to trademark this name right now. Like a gajillion other women artists have gone by Lady A before. You look really (laughs) bad right now. And it really does show how performative changing your name to Lady A was to begin with. Right. But what is Lady Antebellum's real name? Their band. Oh, so the whole band is called Lady A. Yeah, Lady Antebellum is the name for the entire band. There's three members of the band, I believe. Another thing nobody asked for this year. Sit down. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of people with names... (laughs) Um, (laughs) Karen's have been all over Twitter. We discussed them when Karen was one of the words of the year. And it refers originally to a woman, usually a white woman, who's in the store asking to speak to a manager. The internet has had a lot of fun trolling and broadcasting incidents with Karen's. Karen's getting into fights, calling people racist names, holding guns in front of their houses, refusing to wear masks. And I'm obsessed with them. I also really like Karens because my mom is totally a Karen. Like she was a Karen before that had a name. She's the and, hipster of Karens. And she trained me to be one. She used to send me 12 years old into Target with some item she had bought a year before from Walmart. And it's like, I need you to return this. And if they give you any hustle, ask for the manager. Like, I'm yes. like a little chubby Greek kid who's like, I need to talk to my manager. And so I have a fondness for Karens. And that's what made me want to create the Karen Hall of Fame, celebrating the greatest moments of Karens. I thought we could put out some nominees and then decide who gets to go into the Hall of Fame. Alex, you want to go first? Yes. For my nominee for the Karen Hall of Fame, I wanted to go to the OG Karen of this genre, the woman who inspired the haircut, the woman who inspired the memes and got us even to a place where Karen could be coined as a term. And that is none other than TLC's Kate Gosselin of John and Kate Plus 8, eventually (laughs) Kate Plus 8. This woman, she's definitely a stage mom and she's definitely a soccer mom who yells at her kids and telling them that they're not going to make her any money or get scholarships to amount to anything. And she's like, I'll just take you out of the game. So I'm going to show you that life doesn't let you win. At first I was with it, but then I was like, nah, you trash. You could have let the kids have it just a little bit. That's a good nomination. Abigail, do you have a nominee? I couldn't think of anybody specific celebrity-wise, but I'd like to nominate the Karen I saw at the grocery store who was getting on to another young person for wearing a mask. This this Karen Uh, was upset that they didn't understand their constitutional rights and that they were overreacting, and she felt that she needed to let them know that they're free to do whatever they want. (laughs) Thank you, Karen. I nominate you. (laughs) That's a good Karen. That's so Karen. Karens love to tell you what you are wrong about. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Unsolicited. I have one more nomination, though, that is a male. My husband is a total Karen. (laughs) Kevin is a Karen. The second that we start talking to somebody on the phone, if they start saying things he doesn't like, he's like, I want to talk to a manager right now. 
who yeah. in your family? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I think this was a misunderstanding, and I know it's not your fault. That's me. And Kevin's like, no, no, give me the phone. Give me the phone. Uh, uh, who is this? A supervisor? <laughs> no. Who's your manager? Kevin yeah. is the Karenest Karen I've ever met in my I, life. I'm totally with him. That's exactly what I do. I'm, oh, I'm ashamed of it, but it's true. I tried to be a Karen once because I just yeah. wanted to get what I was calling for. And I was being mm-hmm. so nice. And the guy was being so rude to me. And finally, I was like, you know what? I want to talk to your manager. And he goes, well, let me tell you something. That's not going to happen. Uh, I can't even be a Karen if I tried. This is outrageous. <laughs> He was like, no, you're not Karen enough for me. You don't scare me. You're a fake Karen. You're a Uh, Baron. My my husband, Chris, once had to hand off the situation to me. He's like, they're not listening. I need you to do your thing. So I went and I was ready to be a Karen. But the woman on the phone was like a way bigger Karen. And I got (laughs) shot down. I got off the phone. I was like, okay, that person is evil. I can't negotiate with that. They made me scared. TJ, what do you got? My nominee comes from the end of June, where this Karen was at a Fiesta Mart in Dallas, Texas. When she got to the checkout line, she was all done grocery shopping. She just needed to pass the final checkpoint, and someone told her to put on a mask. And she yelled the famous line, I don't give a F. I'm from Dallas. That's so (laughs) great. And I would love to tell you that that was all, and it ended there. But no, this woman proceeded to take each item out of her grocery cart and throw it at the person who was filming. And I was just like, yes, give me more. Yes, I was here for it. And that was just like the kind of energy that I'm going to take into the rest of this year. It's like, I'm not cleaning up with anymore. I'm going to throw my cans of grocery and produce at you until I get my way. Mine Karen is also a mass Karen. It's a woman from Southern California. She goes to Trader Joe's. The managers were talking to her about helping her shop since she didn't want to shop with a mask. Then the video cuts in and she throws her shopping basket onto the floor mm-hmm. and loses it. So here's a clip. Girl, you don't have to tell the world. You just have to say, my doctor told me not to wear a mask quietly and move on with your life. She throws her basket down. She calls them Democratic pigs. She sees the person with the camera and she looks directly in the camera and screams, I have a breathing problem. Please. You can't be screaming like that if you have a breathing problem. Tell him, George. Wow. Detective. Uh, I also... Really like this Karen because I felt like our friend who's also been on the show, Lily Nas, would play her in a movie. We have five nominees. We've got Kate Goslin, the woman that Abigail saw at the grocery store the other day, Abigail's husband, Kevin, Dallas Karen, <laughs> and Trader Joe's Karen. We can put any one of these Karens into our Hall of Fame. I'm voting um, Trader Joe Karen because that woman is psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody who screams like that, I have a breathing problem. <laughs> I do select Trader Joe Karen. I was thinking we'd rent a hallway, maybe like the third floor of a Holiday Inn, and yeah. we would put their portraits up on it and a plaque <laughs> that said the Karen Hall of Fame. 
I just love the idea of people who are staying at that hotel just passing it by. And like, <laughs> what? What is this? Seeing profile shot after profile shot of that horrendous haircut. <laughs> you know you'd end up with a Karen complaining to the manager about the Karen Hall of Fame. The world would explode, I think, at that point. <laughs> All right, all right. So Trader Joe's Karen is in the Hall of Fame. And I think Kate Gosselin, you're right. She's totally the OG Karen. She pioneered it. So I think she totally has a place there too. She even pioneered oh. the haircut, if I remember correctly. It's the coloring that they choose with it. That's just so wildly shocking. Yeah. What about Kevin? Should Abigail's husband be in the Hall of Fame? I vote for Kevin. It's just something about it. Husband away from TJ. Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) You're not coming near him at any of our shows. I'm going to come to the Dave Ramsey convention and I'm going to be, hello, where's Abigail's husband? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'm sure we will revisit this as more Karens develop. Okay, guys, I have something big going on in my life. Uh, we're recording this episode, but the day it's released will be my 40th birthday. <gasps> oh, wow. 40. Yeah, it's a big yeah. one. My dad turned 40. My mom threw him an over-the-hill birthday party with black balloons and graves and everything. <laughs> and I'm glad that you can't throw me one because I would kill somebody if they did that to me now. Ooh. I'm not old. <laughs> I remember it to this day and I remember feeling how old my dad was at the time. And now I look back and it's like, oh God, I understand (laughs) what this was like. Optimistically, looking forward, I'd say this is my halfway point. I don't see me going much further than 80. I think I'll be maxing out around there. We don't know. That's a good life. I'm okay with that. Right. As I'm looking forward to the next 40, I'm turning to my friends and asking for advice and want to hear your sagely wisdom. I got some wisdom for you, George. Okay. One, you don't have to be 40 for this. Get yourself a good hemorrhoid cream. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, I heard somebody doing a talk one time and he said something about fear. He said, fear is a fickle friend. It will tell you one day that you're too young to do what you want to do. And then the next day before you had the chance, it tells you you're too old. So going into 40, whatever thing you're doing, whatever you're hoping to do in the next half of your life, don't let fear tell you what to do either way. You're not too young. You're not too old. You're just right. That's awesome. Thank you. I really yeah. appreciate it. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. I love that. I, too, like to think of myself as an advocate for self-care. I recommend, one, taking more naps. <laughs> naps are amazing. That's awesome. right. Number two, stretch more. Just in general, (laughs) as we get older, things just need to be stretched out. Make sure you're bending from your head and then just slowly work it down to your waist and make sure you can keep touching your toes. At the end of the day, just keep the body going and moving. Those are my recommendations as you step into 40. That's really solid advice, especially the stretching, but yeah. I... If you don't use it, you'll lose it. I used to hate naps, and I'm definitely becoming a little more fond of them. I think that naps will definitely play a part in the second half. <laughs> TJ, what you got? I'm afraid to ask. George, I don't have any advice, but I have a list that I Googled online of 40 things to do before you're 40. So I'm going to go through it real quick. We're going to see if you've done everything and you just give me yes or no. Abigail, can you keep score? I'll try. (laughs) This is from House and Garden UK. 
I appreciate the effort, TJ. It's literally okay. the least you could do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's kind of odd. So here we go. Write yourself a letter. Yes. Call your parents. Yes. Have drunk sex with the lights on. Not with the lights on. That's a half. Invest in something custom made, like shoes or a dress. Yes. Walk into Chanel and try on all their little jackets. No, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> Buy expensive china or glassware in bedding. I've indulged in bedding before, yes. So I'll give you a half. I didn't buy china, because you know, I don't like company. <laughs> Stop thinking of what other people think of you and start caring about what you think of them. Any day now, I would love for that to be true. Live in another country for at least six months. No, not six months. Take a course in something crazy like pastry making. I should do that. That's good. Learn a language. Yes, I know languages. <laughs> Kick a bad habit. I quit smoking 12 years ago. Wow. I have a dirty secret. For sure. Yes. Text it to me later. <laughs> <laughs> have far too many books on your must-read list. For sure, 100%. Mm -hmm. Find a form of exercise you actually like. Yeah, I found that. I've been bad about doing it lately. We don't need a story. We have 26 more to go. <laughs> Volunteer. <laughs> no, I don't like to help out. You have volunteered Be before. <laughs> You're a liar. I'm counting it. Be proud of something you've achieved through hard work. Yes. Take a trip by yourself. Yes. Have a signature dish. Yes. Own a piece of jewelry that means something. Yes. Have a home you love and design it with confidence and style. I do love my home, but I have not decorated it yet. So half. Go to the perfect music festival. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> have a crazy weekend in Las Vegas. No, I've never done that. Take at least one of your dream destinations off your list. Been to Japan, so that counts, yes. Go on a road trip. Yes, and we'll have to talk about that one day. Ooh. Yes. Date the wrong person. Absolutely. Many, many times. Eat by yourself in a restaurant. I did that as a challenge once and I enjoyed it and I've done it many times. Find a whiskey you like. Yes, check. Find your signature style, but do still take fashion risk. No, I wouldn't say I'm fashion risky. Number 12, find a high heel. No, I don't have a high heel. <laughs> have dessert without feeling guilty. Sometimes, yes. Try life as a blonde, a brunette or a redhead. I had ill-conceived highlights once. Sleep under the stars. Yes. Stay awake until the sun comes up. Yes, I love that. Scream on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. Skinny dip? Yeah. Laugh until you cry. Yes. Learn to gracefully accept a compliment. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Find your perfect red lipstick. Oh, I'd have to make that a no. Buy a piece of artwork. Yes. The final one, wear leather trousers. No, no, never, not once ever. And nor would anybody want me to. Okay. All right, what's my score, Abigail? What's Let me score? tally them up. One, two, three. Sounds like you got a lot to do. <laughs> 31 and a half. Out of 40? Out of 40. That's not bad. No, is, not at all. Is that good enough, TJ? Can I turn well, 40 We'll just do one a day, right? Or two a day? I need to finish okay. them? Yes. Go get your favorite high heel and some lipstick and get to Vegas, and you've knocked three out in one. That's yes. a whole movie in and of itself. Oh, <laughs> God. I guess we'll end this podcast, and I'll go to Walgreens and pick out some new lipstick before mm -hmm. I turn 40 without having done that. Perfect. I think fuchsia would be nice. Has to be a shade of red, according okay. to that list. I'll let you know what color I ended up picking. Perfect. Yes. Okay.
this has been another episode of the funniest people I know. Thank you so much, Abigail, for joining us again. Oh, thanks for having uh, me. And happy birthday, George. Happy Thank birthday. You. Thank you. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you so much to our producer, Jane Boynton, who edits the show. If you're a fan of the show, please review, subscribe, share with a friend. We're trying to build an audience. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. Yay. <laughs>